Hola, hola, chulas. Hi there. We are experts in intuitive eating for on-again, off-again chronic dieters, and we are here to help you take the guilt and stress out of eating so you can become the first in your family to break the diet cycle, just like we are in our families. We want you to be who you are without food guilt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, No More Guilt for Melissa and Your Latina Nutritionist for Delina. Are you ready? Let's break the diet cycle. Hola, hola, chulas. It's Delina, or Dalina, actually. I'm practicing this, everyone. I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Your Latina Nutrition with Dalina. That's me. What you are about to listen to is not a professional coaching or counseling session. Each episode is a one-time conversation and is meant for educational purposes. We are dietitians, but we are not your dietitian. Remember that podcasts don't constitute treatment. If you have concerns about your dieting behaviors, seek out guidance from a medical or mental health professional. And if you're ready to eat without guilt and enjoy cultural foods, apply for a coaching program from today's sponsor, me. I'm currently enrolling clients into my one-on-one programs, group programs, and I'm also offering a self-paced course for diet culture disruptors. Apply for the program that fits your needs at yourlatinanutrition.com. Hola, hola, chula. Hi there. We are back and we are solo, Delina. It's just Mm. you and me. It's been a while. It has been a while. I've enjoyed our interviews quite a bit. Yes, me too. I'm really sad that we had a special guest for today. And don't, don't tell we're not going to tell, but we had to reschedule. We did. Such and is now, life. You know, I'm all gunked up over here. But we forge ahead. And we do. We keep going. This had us think on our feet. So we're very excited for this special guest. We're very excited to announce that there will be a season four of Break the Diet Cycle. Delina and I have pooled our resources and brainstormed so that we will be delivering more episodes. We'll be playing with some interviews and some one-on-one time with just me and her. I just, I love being your partner. I'm so excited about this. I like talking. We sound good. Well, not today. I don't sound good, but in general, we sound good. We do. I appreciate our conversations. (laughs) And that also forces to come up with a little different conversation for today. We're going to take a month off. You know, we, Delina and yeah. I are going to take a month off. Summer is coming. And so in that time apart, when we have that month off between season three, which this is the last episode of season mm-hmm. three and season four, we want to give you some tips for the summer. What, so, what are we calling this? <laughs> do it, do it. it do it's it. the three Bs. I'm such a dork. I'm such a dork. Do it. But they're the three Bs. I'm going to do it in my Boston accent, okay? Please do it. Do it. <laughs> it is barbecues, bathing suits, and booze. What do you think? <laughs> is this a legit Boston accent? I don't. Really Are you overdoing? I know. I was gonna say you don't. Have I don't it. really. Why? Have it. Um, I don't know. There's some of us. It's like it's probably like Philly. There's like pockets of of yes. areas that yes. really have it dialed yes. up. Um, yes. But there are real life folks that have that deep Boston accent. It's not just uh, a made up thing for the movies of like, okay, uh, I've never ben met Affleck. Anybody. Yeah. I've never like met someone with that. Like all people that I meet for Boston talk like you, like normal. I also don't feel like I have a Philly accent. So there's that. What, what would be the Philly accent? Just I have for no fun. idea. 
I'm not good with accents. <laughs> Any of our Philly listeners, please make an audio recording. Please so make a Delco suburban mom recording. That's not really Philly, no. I feel like in Philly, people say water, water. Okay. Like it's okay. not water. It's, it's little... water. water. Or water. No, it's not well, water. It's W-O-O-T-E-R. Like water. We would love to hear your water. regional ways of saying water. Do reach out to us um, if there's other ways. Yeah, of saying I don't it. have, people don't really know where I'm from half mm-hmm. the time. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, my accent is just, I don't have one. Although the captions hate me, but there's that, whatever. The Instagram captions, yeah. yeah. They hate yeah. me. They don't get what I'm saying. They skip the Spanish words completely. They don't even try. Well, it's, a new, it's a new technology. You know, I hope that improves for you. <laughs> All right. So we are here to talk a little bit about summer, get you guys ready for that. Many people who we work with are thinking a lot about these things, especially as, quote, the world is opening up. There's a lot of excitement to do all the things. We want to help you apply those intuitive eating skills, those feelings of freedom and peace. Let's start with the first B, Delina. Mm. Barbecues. Barbecues. So I love me a barbecue. What are your clients, <laughs> you know, when they're thinking about getting back together with people, maybe these outdoor eating events where former mm-hmm. forbidden foods are everywhere. Mm-hmm. What are your clients thinking about when it comes to that? So I think that one of the biggest concerns is always eating in front of people or family comments on, Mm -hmm. um, on what you're eating, how much you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. Do you really want that? Maybe you should try this instead. There's always these little like sly remarks. Um, and I think it's all about the boundary setting and, um, really kind of like holding your own at at Mm -hmm. these places. Um, because yeah, it's, when you're in this journey, you, you're so afraid that someone's going to judge you. Like someone's not going to understand why, like, why are you doing this? Right. Um, but nobody ever like questions diets. So like, why <laughs> are we questioning this? Nobody ever questions the, 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 the keto people. They just let them be. Yeah. So why can't we just let people just be? A client of mine mentioned something super funny that she was trying to let someone in on what she was doing. And the person was supportive, but they really could not hear that it wasn't a diet. So mm. she's like, I'm doing this food freedom thing. I'm kind of like exploring my rules. I'm allowing myself to eat what I want. I'm trying to build my skills from within. And the person goes, oh, that's so great. I'm doing keto and started explaining <laughs> like, like, oh, like Samesy. They connected. <laughs> not quite samesies there's this quote like um when, when you've got a hammer everything's a nail like that's the diet mindset like oh, everybody, shit, I've never heard that they, one before. right pretty good one mm-hmm. like this person listening to her was like oh that must be a diet so mm-hmm. definitely there's a lot of fear of like one if I start eating differently than I used to maybe having mm-hmm. that cheeseburger or having mm-hmm. some potato chips mm-hmm. are people gonna understand that yeah yeah and I think it's just about sending setting those like gentle you know gentle boundaries like yes I'm gonna have this I'm really hungry right now and I'm in the mood for this I don't actually get to have this a lot it's not every day we have a barbecue right (laughs) you know without that becoming the diet rebel like a lot of times clients will get in that that either they're like trying to eat crystal clean perfect in front of everybody and sometimes it happens like within the barbecue somewhere in the middle something snaps where they're like (laughs) F it. Everyone's a jerk. I never get cheeseburgers. I never get this lemonade. I never get. And then they just like completely go off the rails, do not feel good when they go home. And then we go diet starts tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some, there's kind of like two things we're talking about here. Like one is like 
communicating and boundary setting and holding your own, like you say, mm-hmm. like, I wish they could see me. I'm like, I'm beefing up right now, <laughs> pumping my chest, you know, get a hold your own. There's that part of it, but there's also like the making sure you don't internally go into the binge restrict yes. cycle. Yes. So you guys listening, like take a moment right now, pick one of those two things, mm-hmm. commit to it, practice it. You got this. Yeah. And I think it's, it's what I've been saying. I feel like it's my new thing. It's like, you just need to just be. Like if we've learned anything from this past year is that life can throw us for a ringer at any moment right? <laughs> and we should enjoy the now. Yeah. Stop waiting for the shoe to drop. Stop waiting for whatever it is that you want to look like, be like, what, just live now. Yeah. You want to have a cheeseburger? It looks delicious to you. Have it. You don't want to have it? Don't have it. You want to have the chips? Have it. You want to have the fruit? Have it. There shouldn't be any rules. You shouldn't be on a diet or off a diet. You should just eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. And intuitive eating is not being off a diet. No. Asterisk, asterisk, star, star, star. Because <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone always thinks that intuitive eating is like uh, some sort of, you know. Other diet. That chosen ant- pendulum what is, swing. What is that word? The antithesis? No, no, never mind. I'm and, antithesis? Yes, that one. Are we finishing each other's sentences, Booby? We are a little. I can't, I can't say that word. That's a really hard word for me to say. I think with you, my you started it. You started it. I came in. Teamwork. All right. So we've talked a bit about barbecues. I hope by now, in your mind, maybe you just grabbed a little notebook. If you're not driving, please do not write notes and drive. <laughs> Pick a thing. Boundaries with others or internal self-talk to make sure those barbecues work for you. All right. Next summer thing that we want to talk about is bathing suits. Bathing suits. A lot of clients of mine are talking about this. Um, I had this really amazing post from one of my ladies who did the work, ordered bathing suits like a couple of months ago. They came and she finally had a moment where in her bigger body, she was like, I look good. Like she really had, she couldn't believe she had that moment where she felt that way. I know a lot of you are not there right now who are listening yeah. to this. Um, what are some things that come to mind about the bathing suit thing, wanting to be out in the warm sun, wanting to enjoy, but also feeling afraid of showing your body? Yeah, I mean, I struggle with this. I struggle with this a lot. Um, and it's funny because Lauren Lavelle and I were just talking about this the other day, but like I, you know, I've shared my story with like my stretch marks and how my stomach is full of them. And I struggle with the idea of wearing a two piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, Nyla asked me if we could get like matching bathing suits. Now she doesn't like the bikinis. She doesn't, but she wanted to get um, kind of like a, like a shirt and like, a, you know, like one of those, like, I'm trying to think of what they're called, like the kids, like rash guard, is that mm. what it is? Like where it kind of looks like a shirt, long sleeve yeah. shirt. And like the they're kind of meshy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, and I was like, yeah, I'll try to find one like that with you. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to roll up. It's going to show my stretch marks. Like, but I'm not going to not wear it and like make her feel the complex (laughs) 
I'm going to pause here because you wrote that word in one of your stories. And I was like, does that mean a complex? And you said this because it's how Delita got her parents to like stop yeah. with the diet talk. My parents are the same way. They used to say like, I don't want her to get a complex. And I was like, yeah. brilliant. That's what the, that generation says. Yep. They don't want us to get the complex. Yeah. So, so you're motivated yeah. by your, your daughter, but it mm-hmm. still makes you super uncomfortable. It does make me uncomfortable yeah. to think about what are people going to, like, I know that, and this is, I feel like this is what we all go through in our mind we know that people probably don't care Mm -hmm. and we say that to our clients right like people don't give a f F about whatever right I almost said it guys but I didn't hold myself back (laughs) she's so fresh (laughs) but your subconscious the ego the little little voice Mm -hmm. inside your head will always be like people are gonna think you look like this or people are gonna think this or people what are people gonna say like what are people gonna do but like you know what I mean like you you constantly have these inner voices and you just gotta like shush them you gotta tell them to go kick rocks and right I'm gonna try it out I'm gonna try it out this year I'm gonna get myself some cute matching bathing suits with Nyla and we'll, we'll see how I feel I got sunscreen up but the stretchies are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary and doing it helps, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes just pushing past that fear is what it takes to make sure you're not missing out on, on the fun that you deserve. Yeah, on the fun and she wants yeah. to be cute and I'm not going to take that from her. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to let my insecurities give her the idea that she has something to worry about yeah. in her body. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest things. Like when we look out into the world, nobody's photo brushed perfect. We think that because it's what we've been sold our whole Like life. on Instagram feeds. And yeah, then, yeah. And on like the social media and like on just regular TV, like it's just this like idea of perfection. It's just oh, totally a ton, it's all the ton of makeup coating like the pores and all that stuff which whatever but like I'm just not gonna not enjoy my back who's gonna see me in my backyard and even if we went out in public like the people the least of people's worries are what my stomach looks like mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think you're right that a lot of times so for me it's always been like my lower half like I'm more built down there I don't have what has always been shown to us as like the, the, the thin legs or the, yeah. and for me, like what's been so helpful is trying to find people that have more of my build mm-hmm. because it's almost like you're, that's just more like the perfectionism thing. Or when you have some sort of ideal mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, well, why don't I look like that ideal? It's because you're always referencing these images that have been fed to us. I'm in my mid thirties. Like that's 30 something years of images. Yeah. So if you can counterbalance that, it does help me to see that because then I'm going, Oh, I love how that looks on that person who looks like me. Yeah. It's not so much of a leap to imagine that I have a great body and that my body is beautiful. And so is hers. And so is different bodies. So, yeah, Yeah. I think that that's, yeah, it's definitely a struggle. And today, actually today I had a call with somebody who said, I follow people that look like they have my body. I follow people. And I think you, we had a conversation about this, one of the Mm -hmm. early episodes, but I see them. I think they look great. I don't think I would look great. Right. So I asked her to write herself a letter in a third person like Mm -hmm. try to imagine you know how it would feel to 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 let go of all the insecurities and then talk to yourself in the third person so you can reframe these thoughts right because I think a lot of the times we have these negative thoughts and we try to push them we try to suppress them we try to act like they're not there we try to tell ourselves don't feel it conceal don't feel Elsa um but (laughs) 
<laughs> but we can't reframe them. We we can't move on from them. We can't change the dialogue mm. unless we bring them to surface. Right. And we discuss like what what am I insecure about right now? If if I think she looks great in that outfit, why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And let the thoughts come to surface and and figure out why. And if it if it takes writing yourself a third person letter to tell yourself how great yeah. you are, okay. But I think that we need to stop being afraid of feeling. And we always feel like, oh, I should have I shouldn't think that way. Like I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't. It's so judgmental. But you're just having a conversation with yourself. You're totally not into the world. Which is why when you were telling your story, I was like, that's why you're able to move forward here, right? Like, this is what we're listening for in our clients when we work with them, (laughs) not judging that the initial feeling came up for you. Like, look, Mm -hmm. you do this, you teach this. I know what you believe, Delina. I know Mm -hmm. what you're about. This thought automatically still cropped up for you. They still automatically crop up for me. Yeah. The difference is how do we um, respond to them? We can't respond if we're getting embarrassed and ashamed that the thought came up in the first place. So such a good tip. Yeah. Write yourself and by some the way, love letters. Write yourself some love letters. Stop judging yourself for how you feel. Um, and I just love this conversation because like pretty much every magazine we read growing up was like 10 tips for beach body. <laughs> and they would tell you these like ridiculous things, ridiculous things or like bathing suit for your shape. Like I hate that messaging. It's like, it's totally reinforcing the problem in the first place. So, and, and we need to talk about how messed up the bathing suit world is. Nobody has symmetrical bodies where you can buy the same top and the same bottom. It's so I hard. just first of all returned so many pieces. I bought them in like three tops, three yeah. sizes, bottom yeah. three sizes. I was like, what? Yes. I'm telling you, it was a nipple tassel. It just covered my nipple. The rest of the booby did not fit in. Why do they do this to us? I don't understand why they think that like everybody wants to have a triangle bikini. I don't want that. I want my blanket covered. Yeah, if you like that, go girl, go get yours. But I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna need more fabric. I'm gonna need more. I'm gonna need something to cover a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow Street Beats. Is that her name? Street Beats. She does the bathing suit try-ons. Mm. and it's so funny because she did a video the other day that she was trying on a, a bathing suit for like a, a Instagram live or whatever it was she was doing and then like the Amazon guy came <laughs> she, she went to pick up the package outside and she bent over and she fell completely Ooh. out of the bathing suit <laughs> and I was I like that happens or like you're in the water and you're jumping around having a good time and the whole top flies off has that ever happened? Because that's a problem. Of course it's happened. Of course so it's happened. So we need some bathing that fit the boobage. Like one side, like honestly, like the bottoms and the tops don't always match. Okay. No. We can't just buy one size too. Like we need to have separates. I don't know. God damn it. I don't know. So just let that be known. You're not the only one burning through uh, FedEx returns yeah. <laughs> and, and trying to figure this out. It is inherently difficult. The bottom line is that any negativity we feel, you don't have to judge that. Um, and we're hoping this gets you thinking a little bit differently how to respond to the challenges because it is challenging yeah. to feel comfortable after the years of messaging that we got. And, and you suits. can't feel comfortable unless you find a bathing suit that actually feels comfortable on your body and, mm-hmm. and you feel comfortable in it, right? If you're trying to squeeze yourself in an ideal, 
where you think that you should look like or the size that you think you should be, you're never going to feel good in it because you're going to be uncomfortable. You can't move. You got to stay like a stick. Like how that, I wish people could see me in my. Yeah. You really should have a video show. (laughs) You lose a lot of the animation and the audio recording. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I totally agree. So again, just like with the first tip, pause now figure out what's one little nugget of wisdom you liked from this. Is it to stop judging yourself or feeling negative? Is it to be patient that you might need to try on a few things? Is it to choose Mm -hmm. comfort or is it to be like Delina and show up even though you don't feel totally comfortable? Yeah. And I'm sure once I show up, I'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, you'll send me a pic of you too being cute. Oh, you know, I'm going to post it. Okay. Okay. We'll see it. We'll see it. Stay tuned. We're holding her accountable. All right, my friend, you know, you and I have talked about this third B, which is booze. Mm-hmm. booze. Um, we do want to maybe do a fuller episode on we this will. because we have some emerging thoughts on how this intersects with intuitive yeah. eating. Yeah. But let's give a little light touch conversation on this today. Yeah. You know, I think this time of year, um, at least for my friends, um, both because of safety reasons and people not now people more people are vaccinated, but wanting to eat outside, mm-hmm. liking to eat outside. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of phrases of like boozy brunches or mm-hmm. maybe it's just a barbecue where there's alcohol around. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people struggle to figure out how does alcohol fit in because they get really all or nothing with their diet cycle. So when they're on a diet, they're like avoidant of alcohol or they drink a certain way when they're off a diet, maybe that comes back in some way. So I don't know. What do you think about alcohol and how to approach it as an intuitive eater? Well, I think that I've been revisiting this a lot um, this past year. I definitely had a very much an all or nothing relationship with alcohol. Um, And I think it really took some reevaluating and being like, you know what? One, you can say no. And two, you are allowed to just have one drink and it doesn't have to be this like taboo thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, why are you only having one drink? Or like, is that even really a drink? Cause you're only having one. Like right. we need to stop with the judgment. The same thing with food, the same thing with alcohol. Like people are allowed to say no. And there's not a reason. They're not a party pooper. They're not, you know, they're not doing something wrong. Like, I think that there's this idea that if you don't drink, that your what was the word someone said in my DMs? Like in Spanish, it would be like a vieja, like I'm like a amargada, a like somebody, like yeah, but like an amargada, like somebody that doesn't like to have fun. Like there's a phrase that my friend says. Yeah, it's, it? Well, there's a phrase, and it's a wet blanket. Like you just oh. kind of like you know. You're just like mad. Yeah, you're like, I hate to be a wet blanket, but yeah. Yeah, like that. Like, why? Why do we have that connotation with the fact that people don't want to drink or the fact that you're socially pressured to have Mm -hmm. to get wasted every time you go out? Like, I don't want to feel hungover anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it's something that shifts as you get older. Like, yeah, there is definitely this um, bonding thing, communal thing of like, we are all going to drink and we're going to drink a lot. And if you're drinking, you're part of that. And I think sometimes groups have difficulty when one person says like, I'm part of this group, I'm connected with you and I'm going to behave differently, which just touches on the whole difficulty with leaving diet culture. This is almost like leaving drinking culture in some way. Like how do we stand in our values, listen to our bodies. And maybe that means being different and be okay with that. So, you know, this isn't to judge you if you like to have a drink and you want to, you want to go do that. Um, certainly 
I participate yeah. uh, time and again. I love myself a drink, but and at the same time, it's like the cheeseburger. It's it's akin to that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's stuff with alcohol around addiction and in the relationship to alcohol. We're not we're talking about that. And certainly, if you're struggling with this, get help. Go talk to your doctor about it. Um, but in the instances of how this intersects with the all or nothing thinking, it's worth considering what makes you feel your best as you engage in some of these parties or brunches or whatever's going to happen in that nice sun. Yeah. Or like the people that have to pick and choose, do I eat or do I drink? Like where Mm. am I going to use my points or. Yeah. That's a pickle. That's. You shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) Well, and it comes back to like any type of social event where people will do things like having like, Mm -hmm. I'll have a shake in the morning and nothing else. Or Mm -hmm. I will eat as little as possible but by the time they get to the party now you're like level 10 hungry you Mm -hmm. maybe you're drinking and that's lowering your inhibitions Mm -hmm. and that is a really nice setup for a binge so if you're struggling with that and you're struggling with particularly like uh, I would call this like positive emotional eating like when the the vibes are good and you you tend you tend to get swept up good time to take a step back and consider like what do you want yeah Again, letting go of the all or nothing. Yeah. So same as the other two tips, pause here, take a moment. Is this a problem? Is this a struggle? If yes, maybe come up with one thing to practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have talked about barbecues, <laughs> bathing suits, and booze today. <laughs> I love it. It's not a great impression, even though I'm from here. Oh, I think it's really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, my friends. So we love making this podcast for you. Delina and I yeah. met last week. We kind of had a, a chat about how's it going. We we love being here. We love offering this service. We love hearing from all of you and knowing that you're listening, that you are using these episodes to make differences in your lives. So we want to thank you for hanging around for three seasons. Yes, yes. Thank you for being here and being who you are. As we say. <laughs> We are going to take about a month off. Um, we'll be back in the end of June. So if you haven't yet, okay, pause. Why are we not subscribing? If you uh, don't subscribe, it doesn't come up on your podcast no, it feed. Doesn't. You miss out. So go ahead and do that for Leave us. Leave us some stars, some estrellas. Cinco, please. That's five. Yes. Cinco, five. Cinque if you know Italian. I actually should know Italian due to my grandmother yeah. um, being yeah, in my well, life. But Nonna doesn't teach you? There's some words and phrases. It's it's not as robust as one would like after, <laughs> after being around so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to ask you, like, what are you, when we take our little break, I mean, mm. I'm sure we'll be chatting, but are you looking mm-hmm. forward to anything? Nice. It'll be over, yeah, June. What's happening oh in your June? School's over. Kids are going to be home. So I'll be home with that. Um, no, we're, we're trying to see if we can plan a little getaway with the kids. You know, last year we were supposed to go to Disney and we still have all those tickets, all those flights, trying to figure out, should we use them? Should we oh, That's a thing. There's a lot, yeah. There's a okay. Lot. I don't know. There's a lot of like up in the airs right now for us over here in the Sotol. It does feel like that. Like this is very like get your life together moment. Like what is happening after this <laughs> year? So I will be restaging life with you. Yeah. Um, enjoying our porch with Lucy and Dave. Yeah. Can't wait for it. I'll be sunbathing in my yard. In your matching mesh shirt with your <laughs> my child. Ma- my matching suits. 
Maybe we'll get Bryson in on it. The three That's of us adorable. Be matching. Probably so cute. We'll never participate, but it's fine. So cute. All right, my friend. Well, I appreciated being able to offer this uh, summer breakdown for everybody. Thanks for being my partner. Yeah. Thanks for picking me. <laughs> so sweet. And to all of you, we will see you um, at our next season. Bye-bye, everybody. Yes, bye.